Thanks for downloading a 3CR podcast. 3CR is an independent community radio station based in Melbourne, Australia. We need your financial support to keep going. Go to www.3cr.org.au for more information and to donate online. Now stay tuned for your 3CR podcast. Panoply, panorama, panpipe, pansy, aha, pansexual, knowing no boundaries of sex or gender. Sound interesting? Then join Sally on Sundays at noon for Out of the Pan. All those gender questions making you think too hard? Whether it's transgender, bisexual, polyamorous or beyond, we'll throw those questions into the pan and cook up the answers for you. So go on, push that gender envelope only on 3CR 855 AM digital and 3cr.org.au.
3CR, 855am, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand, Out of the Pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon on 3CR. And today we're up on beautiful Jajoran country. I'm broadcasting live from Chill Out. You can hear the noise in the background. Um, It's going to be there for an hour. We'll go with it. Um, But it's wonderful to be here. And 3CR today very much acknowledges that we're broadcasting from Jajarung country for the next hour. And hello to any Aboriginal and or Torres Strait Islander people tuning in. And I can say here today at um, Chill Out at Victoria, what is now Victoria Park, Dalesford. And acknowledge that all the lands on this big island and surrounding smaller ones were stolen and never ceded. If you want to get in touch with the show, uh, we'll get the um, techno. The technology is working. Um, you can email out of the pan eight five five at gmail, SMS six one four five six seven five one two one five. You can tweet at Sal Gold said so, and that's the bottom line. And look for the posts on Facebook three CR eight five five AM Melbourne, and my page Sally Goldner. Well, it's, it, I've been having an absolute ball up here for three days. It's just been superb. I'm hoping to get people to drop by the 3CR tent at the back of the main stage here but um, um, and goo-est for us. Um, it's all been a bit of um, laid-back country crowd, so to speak. Um, and um, it's just, it is just wonderful up here. It's beautiful. Um, I mean, beautiful weather. The hospitality has been great. And there's just, well, there's been queers everywhere. And there's good coffee, so... Um, we've got everything we need and hope you're if you are up here having a good time but wherever you are and of course acknowledging that um, in Melbourne we do have a Labor Day weekend so acknowledgement to our union um, siblings for the great work that they do but um, certainly lots going on up here um, in the last few days there's been um, art galleries there's I've been on a few panels because um, a pan person has to do that and um, also just, um, you know, sort of having lots of fun, lots of music going on. Not just um, dancey types of music. I had a lovely afternoon um, yesterday chilling out and singing along with one of our favourite um, queer artists on this show. And I've got a track if we need it later on, once again, from the fabulous Michelle Parsons. Um, it's just a wonderful atmosphere and trying to find out um, what's going on between regional and rural, uh, rural Victoria on the one hand and Metro on the other, but what could Met, um, Regional offer us some um, people who are usually, people like me who are usually in the, the latte belt, or as I call it, the big smog. Um, you know, really important that we, you know, do all work together. So there's been plenty going on, uh, no question of that. Um, and lots of um, great food of all sorts up here as well. 
and so certainly having a great time and it's a great vibe the chill out um, parade was on this morning um, just nice and laid back but lots of greet and cheer and um, people having a good time and just on a bit of fun we had um, a combi van um, um, transporting three of the drag queens and as it got to the bottom of the hill and wanted to turn around to come up it couldn't push its way up and um, unfortunately they had to get out and walk up while it got back up the hill Um, just one of those sights that I think will stick with me forever but um, it's just lots of good fun up here everyone's having a good time and um, you know so we're hoping to get lots of people to just drop by our little tent um, at the back of the stage here um, and um, you know sort of um, have lots of fun and so um, yeah we'll hopefully um, have some people along soon it's all been a bit of organized uh, organized laid-back country chill and we're all going we're all going well but um, it is um, absolutely wonderful to be here and great to have 3CR here um, and so yes um, great that we are here and um, there's been chatting to people along the way we need all the queer media we can get chatting to people rainbow radio from goldfields radio do a wonderful program every week um was on two panels um for lance tv on friday night which are now online get you the links to those in due course and i just think the need for connection and communication yes things have moved along in where are we now? It's 26 years of chill out um, since the first one in 1997, but it's um, certainly there's still you know more to do. As long as there is any differential, we've got to keep um, pushing along. So really important that we um, keep keep doing that. So really great that um, we have all these things happening, and um, we'll um, you know, sort of keep keep it rolling along. In the meantime, let's have some more music on 3CR. And I raged out um, on uh, yesterday afternoon down at the Savoy Hotel in Hepburn to his fabulous queer artist, uh, Michelle, Michelle Parsons, who's just a, an absolute um, you know, legend of the Melbourne music scene. Here's a track from her um, uncovered album from some years back, Look Twice, 3CR, 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally, live from Chill Out Carnival.
there's kind of a lot of a lot of things that are coming up to the fore at the moment as well, particularly in terms of the way that we imagine, for example, essential work and also sort of essential community life or essential caregiving um, and how those how those function. If we think about sort of the way that queer family often takes very, very sort of different forms and very, you know, important and meaningful forms that often don't match the picture of normative, heteronormative family life but how so many of the of the affordances or the restrictions or the kind of the the government governmental sort of imagining of the way that we should live and what we need to live and what we need to survive really is shaped around heteronormativity you know it's around the family life in the suburb as opposed to many you know single individuals who have shared queer family both sexual and community connections that sustain them and that kind of give them give them life and give them give them sort of energy and comfort and safety and security and support you're listening to 3cr community radio 855 am on digital and online 3cr radical radio CR 855 AM, 3CR Digital, 3CR.org.au and 3CR On Demand. Out of the pan with Sally. First broadcasting noon through one every Sunday afternoon, usually from overlapping lands on Coolan lands, but today from wonderful Jarjuan country up here in Dalesford. And we're just having a wonderful welcome to country over on the main stage, which may be filtering through. Uh, which is just so important. There's been you know, great efforts, um, you know, I think, by Dalesford on diversity. There's been um, lots of wonderful welcome to countries. Um, the opening night, which I had the privilege to attend, um, great performances by primary school children. And um, there's also a, a, dis- a disability sort of um, ambassador or sp- um, representative for um, Chill Out, which is wonderful, and I'm hoping to get... Um, person to drop by um, and have a a chat with us if we don't do it today I've got plenty of business cards to catch up um, in the next few weeks it's just been wonderful being up here and you know just been reflecting on it all you know there's um, you know so many of I totally respect that many of our the locals are saying well you know sort of there aren't the level of services say health services say for for example for trans people that there might be in metro areas but there's also lots of advantages up here. There certainly does feel like a close sense of community up here, which is just so wonderful. And so it's, um, you know, I think it's, again, what we all have strengths to offer, all have good things to bring, what can we learn? And so there's plenty up there. And it's just a great sense of diversity. Just um, We are sort of near the, the back of the main stage here at Chill Out, and we're just watching... Um, you know, waiting for the choir of hard knocks who do wonderful things. They're about to go on. Um, and so it's just been absolutely awesome um, to be up here and see and hear and feel what's going on. And um, and um, just really, you know, just sort of um, be in the, in the flow of it all. And, um, you know, there's lots of time for reflection. Um, you know, I just had, did have some quiet times. I must admit, um, this country music lover would have um, been loved to, um, you know, sort of, um, um, you know, sort of been able to get to the bush dance last night. But um, the, tra- the Tranapananana was um, sort of got, got to bed a bit early. 
Uh, now we've had a message in. Uh, hello, Jenny. Um, you know, sort of, um, and uh, um, Jenny sent us in a news article. The world is going on outside. I must admit, I haven't news- listened to a news bulletin for three days, but um, Jenny's popped in a story, which if I can um, get it to um, just come up, I'll have a look at it. But it is um, lots of, um, you know, sort of um, country um, fun out here, and it has been very inclusive and lots of music of all sorts, um, as I like to say, music of the non-binary kinds, country, western, and bluegrass and classic rock. But, um, yeah, Jenny, you've popped this story in um, about Dolly Parton's sister's tweets, and they're not very inclusive. Um, And, um, you know, I'm going to be very cautious about what I read here um, because um, she's um, um, sort of... um, um, you know, not done some things that are too good here, and I, I'm not even going to read them out. But uh, I mean, you know, let's just keep it si- you know simple, Jenny. I mean, you know, no discrimination or prejudice is needed. The end, full stop, game over. And um, you know, um, sure, you know, we can we can make honest mistakes on diversity. Um, but um, there's no excuses for the sort of racist um, ideas that Dolly Parton's sister Stella has put out. And, um, you know, look, it's difficult when you've got um, someone, you know, Dolly's always been so inclusive. I mean, you know, the the irony is Dolly being someone who's, um, you know, sort of from Tennessee and has, you know, long been a champion of inclusivity, whereas we had the sad news. And I think it's good that we keep bringing these difficult things up um, the fabulous Polly Filler, one of the drag performers up here at the opening on Thursday. It's all very nice to have lots of diverse acts and, you know, celebrate what we are. But we have to remember people are doing it difficult. And Tennessee, amazingly, well, I say sadly, a sad, amazing, passed um, laws during the week that would ban drag performances, which I just find utterly bizarre um, that um, they would do that um, in um you know, in in that way. So, um, really, really, um, you know, appalling that um, you know that has been the case. And it's just the contradiction of these things, you know, gets at me. And I think that the thoughts going through my mind. I mean, we are, you know, fortunate that here we here we are at Chill Out, and it's inclusive, and we can have different opinions. But people who go on about freedom of speech and freedom of thought are shutting down expression. The thought struck me this morning um, in terms of the old pantomimes, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, they're, they're, they can often involve multi-gender performance. Are they going to be banned under these new sort of Tennessee laws or um, laws in other, you know, states that could have been considered? So, um, yeah, there's, um, this, this, you know, the ideas that um, Dolly's sister have expressed in this article, um, you know, which I just, I don't even really want to read out. They're just too, too triggering, I think. Um, people, if want, people want to look on Yahoo News for the article, um, Dolly Parton's sister's tweets are a racist dumpster fire, then I think that will, um, you know, be enough. But, um, you know, it's... Um, not good, but you know, I know those art, um, ideas are not good on their merits, and they need to be you know un- unequivocally rejected um, for what they are. So um, yeah, um, keep keep bringing in those comments, listeners, and um, pe- and um, people of um, 
all backgrounds and I think we might be about to have a fabulous guest come our way. Um, so we'll just um, I'll just do a um, bring our guest to the the wonderful luxury mate um, on site 3CR studio. Um, we're someone who's no stranger to 3CR airwaves, whether they're in person, whether they um, are, you know, sort of in whichever studio. Oh gosh, it's wonderful to have my fellow chill out investor, Dina Curie. Hello, hello. Oh, who doesn't love community radio? I know I do, no matter what station you're tuned to. And I think it's absolutely wonderful that we've got you here live at Loud and Proud. It's just so good to be here now. I mean, you've you've been up here in your um, obviously in your various performing and creative <laughs> guises of various Look, I've sorts. I've certainly had a very busy chill out. There's yeah. no denying it. Yeah. Uh, but I that's one of the ways in which I love to be able to celebrate and be a part of this festival. You know me, Sal. I'm a doer, and uh, I certainly did a lot yesterday. But what made me really happy was being able to. Talk at a panel with you. Yep. Read drag story time, rainbow story time for children. You know, do a solo show, host a pool party. It's a whole lot of different things. I think that's what I really enjoy the most about regional pride. There's so much going on. It really is, you know, it really is a packed barrel. I'm, I'm tired just hearing you talk about <laughs> it. Um, and But, I mean, it is, whether it's Melbourne or regional, the coffee's always good in Victoria. Oh, look, yeah. I mean, <laughs> and I think you are 100% right. And I think I'm just really proud of what we have here in Victoria. It's something really special. You know, celebrating who we are in the way we're able to at the start of the year is such a special thing. I mean, are you, have you got exhaustion yet, Sal, at all, I'm from be- all the prides? I'm beginning to get a bit tired, and I didn't go up to Sydney, <laughs> and you and so many others did. You were, you know, I ch- we were chatting at one point just about how some of the, I think the the Sydney drag queens are saying, oh, we're too tired, and it's like, oh, oh yeah, like us love it. <laughs> you know what, because I have just also been at World Pride and Mardi Gras, and it is that funny thing where, you know, some of the Sydney drag queens after two weeks are like, oh, I'm so glad for a rest, and I'm like, who gets a rest? We've got Chill Out, Bendigo Pride's around the corner, Castle Main are celebrating Pride, our regional Pride is flying strong. Well, that's the thing, and we do, I think we, and on that note, we do definitely need to give a positive shout out to the Victorian government Absolutely. for their great work, um, the, the regional roadmap, the um, roadshow as it was, um, the great contributions of one of our great community contributors, Daniel Whithouse. Um, Absolutely, and also the work that they put in after, last year we had Melbourne Pride, and the work they put in listening to the regional communities, who felt that, you know, we last year was we had a big celebration of the decriminalisation of yes. homosexuality, the anniversary of that, which happened during COVID, uh, the pandemic lockdowns, but we had a great celebration that was meant to be for everyone, but our regional communities weren't really a part of it, and the Victorian government really listened to that and listened to what they were saying and this year really changed it you know we started our pride season in December you know with a wonderful gala in Shepparton before out in the open and it was amazing and and you're exactly right that work doesn't just happen like shout out to the Victorian government but you're right Daniel Whithouse the the equality branch and the individuals in our communities that help elevate and make that so strong well, that's the thing. You know, there is so much going on now in regional Victoria. I mean, you know, um, full credit, of course, to the fabulous crew, Damien Co-op in Shep yes. for um, out in the open, oh. um, all the good people at, um, I went to Castle Main Pride last year. John and Zara at Bendigo Pride. Absolutely. It is really, it is just really oh, wonderful. Pride to Initiative. I forgot them. They're absolutely oh, yes. amazing. 
Well, that's the thing. Um, if I don't say hello to my dear friend um, S2, Sally Codding. Uh, oh, yes. Oh, Sal. Oh, we love Sal. We love the Sals. But, um, <laughs> you know, apart from all these names, there's so many names who are unsung. But it is, of course, the serious thing, the really important thing. People get to be their whole selves where they want to be. And you cannot underestimate how truly amazing that is. It was an interesting thing about the panel we were on yesterday and we had some interesting questions about the past and, you know, what do you want 10 years from now and and looking around and actually seeing people celebrating themselves, younger people, older people, you know, youth like myself at the tender age of 44. But, you know, actually having everyone celebrating who they are and celebrating themselves was something really special. And I was looking around and just thinking, you know what, I didn't actually get the chance to do that when I was young. So there's something truly wonderful about people being able to do that. Well, absolutely so. Um, you know, this is this is the thing. You know, um, you know, I, I sometimes comment that um, you know I um, you know I didn't come out till 29, and then in 1995, and you know I think I'd met three out in by today's language trans and gender diverse people under 25 up till 2006. Now, of course, young people everywhere and young people watching the Chill Out Parade this morning in Trans Flags, a fabulous panel that you mentioned is so with yeah. so many young trans Wonderful. and gender diverse people. Mm. And I think that's a good sign and it's something that you know, we can be proud of. I think if I, if I have a criticism, we don't sell what we do in Victoria to the rest of the world. You know what? I mean, I, was, I, I thought you were, what you were going to say is we sell ourselves short. And I think you're right a, a little bit. Like, I think we are so blessed and lucky for what we have. And we, we hold it tight, like, because we know how strong and precious and important it is. But what we have here in Victoria is absolutely wonderful. And I feel is leading the way. In, around you know the nation and it really can show what you can do and how you can do when we work together and the spaces that we create for ourselves are so wonderful and powerful but I mean another interesting thing I'll take away from the conversation we had is we unfortunately it's not like we can rest on our laurels no. either you know like it, uh, there are constant people trying to delegitimize and I and I said a couple of people hit me I put a mess up message up today yesterday at uh, Rainbow Story Time. We had the biggest one we've ever had at Jalesford. Yep. And at a time like this, when um, you know communities being attacked uh, yep. because of drag queens reading or entertaining children, I think that was really special and important. And I wrote a post and said, we can't forget that you know trans and queer people are being attacked and stigmatised under the guise of this bill and narrative that exists. And someone wrote me a private message and said, look. Why couldn't you just use one word for the whole community? Because I feel like you're separating the trans and the queer. And I, I had a really important reason for doing it. And it's because there is a very different kind of, you know, uh, stigma and and uh, assault that happens online and in spaces to trans people that is different, trans and diverse people, that is different to the one that queer people have. They're still both terrible. Yeah. And I don't feel like we should mash it all together because we need to remember that, you know, it's not the same for everyone in our communities and everyone needs a space to shine the way that works for them. Oh, look, absolutely so. You know, brilliant, brilliantly said, Dean. And... Um you know, I mean, there is, you know, this difficult issue and I mean, it's got to be discussed. And I want to give a good shout out to Polly Filler, who, yep. yeah, the, I was just uh, mentioned before, the opening night. Yes, it was all very sort of, you know, upbeat and celebratory. But Polly Filler did stop to talk about what's happening in Tennessee yep. and those sorts of things. And we can't forget that. We need to keep holding space for everyone, remembering that it's not all equal. 
you know, the odds are, yeah, Australia got marriage equality in 2017. It's not the end of the rainbow. It's no. So, you know, it's only no. sort of maybe... I find it really up. weird when people say... I mean, I, it's been five years and people still bring up marriage equality. And the thing that I think is interesting is I keep reminding people, you know, because of the way in which that silly plebiscite was put forward, our trans and gender diverse communities were absolutely thrown under the bus. So I... I, I I kind of like to make sure every time, not that you were over, I know you know this very well, Sal, but every time people mention it, I like to go, let's, let's, let's just remember what happened then. The only way that something like that could happen was for more stigma and victimisation and, and abuse to happen to our trans and gender diverse communities. And then some people were exhausted by the fight they did and have taken a well-deserved breather, but we need to go, you know what, they're our community as well and they've stood by us and we need to stand with them because the fights that they have constantly been going through all their lives are happening so much more now, because as you said, it's wonderful to see so many young gender diverse and, and trans individuals stepping up and, and being able to feel comfortable and happy to celebrate who they are, but we need to have their backs. I'll just take a breath. Sorry. No, no, seriously, I'm, I'm genuinely moved. Thank you for that allyship. Um, because we need that. We need to remember that, you know, some, a lot of issues got sort of put in a, behind a bottleneck, so to speak, to get marriage equality and sort of like, oh, well, the bottleneck shouldn't be there anymore, but why haven't we progressed further? Yeah. So I really personally will say as an advocate, blah, 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 so much appreciate what you've just said. Um, and, um, you know, I'll say that again. Because yes, they're, we're they're, having a little bit of feedback from the chill out stage. Yeah, um, but um, I'll say that again. I really appreciate that allyship and I really urge people across the rainbow kaleidoscope to be allies to each other and keep learning, which came up in a few of the various panels we've been on. It's all we can do, keep understanding each other and stand by each other and remember that um, you know we need to keep going, yeah. which is really, really important. Um, I'm going to do a lighter question. Okay. I totally want to hold space for what you've just said. How do you keep going with all of this stuff? I mean, what a problem to have, but I do want to ask, what's your secret trick? Well, it's certainly not health because my waist keeps getting bigger and bigger, <laughs> but community feeds me. I, th I think it's that, you know? I. I know a lot, I mean, this weekend alone, 12 different events, it's, it's a lot in four days, just coming on the back of World Pride and Mardi Gras and Midsummer, and I just haven't stopped going. We had Gippsland Pride, like, it's been an amazing start to the year, but how I keep going is because I see what it does and I know what it means, and I'm not doing it alone. You know, I think a lot of people see me running around all the time and just see me, but you know, there's a whole community with me, you're there as well. You know, Freddie Merkin and I have been running all around Victoria this year, yeah. and the only, you know, am I tired at the end of the day or at the end of gig? Absolutely. But knowing that it creates space and creates an environment for community that does so much. And it just brings, even last night, I did an extra hour on top of my, <laughs> my solo show at the Grand. And I just, because I went, look, if you want to go, you can go, but I'm enjoying myself. And, you, you know, we're here till nine anyway. So I just kept going and they loved it. But because it, it feeds me, you know, it, it feeds me and my... Performing feeds me, my community feeds me, and that's how I keep on going, because I see what it does and I see the joy it brings. Oh, brilliantly put. Um, you know, it, it is, and I mean, it must be, it is nourishing. Um, it can be exhausting. I mean, it's over it. We were over it better together. We forgot that one as yes. well. Oh, yeah, was, better together. The conference in Adelaide. In Adelaide. Oh. And I mean, you know, conferences, you know, worst problems to have again, they're, they're draining you constantly thinking, having your ideas challenged. It's not like you're on autopilot or anything. Um, but, you know, you come away with that sense of connection and community that, you know, 
you know, obviously we missed, particularly in 2020 and 21, uh, or mostly thereof. Um, you know, some events snuck in early in 2020. Um, but um, to get that back again, I didn't realise how much I'd missed it, actually. Yeah. And it's absolutely wonderful that we have it. So, um, it really does make all the difference. I want to say something yeah. to you. Um, I want to just do a massive shout out for you specifically, Sal. Aww. The way you hold space for other people, the way you keep our, our individuals and community in check, the way you do it with a smile on your face, amazing humour and an amazing passion. Like, you've always been quite an inspiration to me and I'm going to use this opportunity, Ambassador of Chill Out to Ambassador of Chill Out, to just take a moment to celebrate you and what you do. This radio show alone that's been going for how long? Like 18 years in one week. <laughs> and, the, and it's amazing what you do and how you do it and the space you give for us to understand... I'm going to let that feedback just go through for a moment. But to understand and to learn, and you keep doing it by just being you. And it's an amazingly powerful thing. So thank you for that. Well, thank you. Thank you, Dean. Um, <laughs> Sorry, I didn't mean to, but I think it no. needs to be said. It's ab- no. You're very powerful, and um, thank you. You know, as, uh, wrestler, as rest- Chris Jericho used to say when he was in WWE, drink it in pan. <laughs> <laughs> Seriously, it is nice to get a compliment and one of my great idols, Wendy Rule, used to say when someone does say something nice, oh, stop and breathe it in. We live in a Take world that's in, sometimes please. polluted. And we do need to do that to each other, compliment each other on what's going well. And, you know, we still have to have challenging conversations. Absolutely. Again, holding space, I think, is my theme for, this, for the weekend. Yeah. And it is really, really important. Now, do you have to, um, this is live radio, people of all genders, feedback and all, and script and running sheets have just gone down the proverbials. <laughs> um, we're in the country, but um, I just want to check, do you, live radio, do you have to race anywhere? Or Well, I'm doing something on stage just at about 12.55, so I've got time. I can hang with you if you'd like. Cool, cool. Well, you know, tell me more You know about more some of your more personal highlights, whether sort of general themes or specific things that have happened um, during the weekend while, while you've been up here, or anything from World Pride, actually, while we've got you. Well, World Pride for me was an interesting one. It was amazing, and I was doing wonderful events at a wonderful space and celebrating our communities. But for me, World Pride, I'm going to dip into the less lighter thing for a second. Go for it. Um, I felt like uh, while it put on amazing parties and created something that looked visually amazing, didn't hold space for the community in which the way it should. And within a couple of days, I was actually really frustrated by it. So what I did was shave, I, I met with the Naked Barber, a good friend of mine, we were doing events, and we were talking about how we felt like the community had been displaced from something that was very important to them. So we shaved my head and put a pink triangle in the back of it. Um, ah. to actually remind people about what we're doing and what we're really fighting for. It was, a, it was, don't get me wrong, it was wonderful, but I saw, you know, people creating TikToks and the TikTok kind of group ask the 78ers and the 78ers walking group to step out of the way so they could make their TikToks. And I'm oh. like, that's a disrespectful thing. There were spaces that, and, and corporations create amazing space and visibility for our communities and festivals, but they took over some venues and said, we love having the community here. We have a theme of express yourself. Oh, but can we not have this kind of dance party or those kind of people here? Can the drag queens look this way and not say these words? And I think it, for me, it was frustrating, but also I did events where I was really lucky to partner with businesses and spaces where we would, they would talk about the history of their business and I'd talk about the history of our rainbow flag. Mm-hmm. And I didn't re- realise how many people in our communities don't know it. 
Wow. You know, that, and it really blew my mind. And not just young, but elders who um, were like, they thought the rainbow flag was a corporate co-option and didn't realise. And it's great to be able to know that we keep sharing history, sharing stories. And every single year with festivals and spaces, does anyone get it 100% right? Absolutely not. But what we would need to remember is what it's grounded in community and why we do this and the people that have fought and created space for us to have these more relaxed pride events and and relaxed visibility like it all stems from a very specific space so i mean as much as i have had a wonderful time and world pride was amazing and i think they did an absolutely amazing job i think the bigger things get the more we can forget beautifully said again thank you (laughs) um you know, I know of, how to rant, sorry. It's how uh, I go. Ra- oh, look, this is 3CR, Radical Radio, <laughs> sowing the seeds of dissent and all that sort of thing. And we love a good rant um, <laughs> it's because we need them. And, um, you know, sort of, um, you know, we need to have these things happen. Absolutely. Um, because we need it. And look, I, I feel, again, a little more firm because I've discussed this here and there and I'm going to mention it again. I I actually said to someone it was just after one of the panels yesterday down at the Hepburn Sound Shell where thankfully there was mention of bisexuality and I said to someone I didn't feel like I was really welcome at Sid Mardi Gras and World Pride because of Mardi Gras' bad history with bisexuality. Yeah. And that it won't get talked about and that New South Wales is the only state out, or only one of our nine government jurisdictions on this big island and the little ones that doesn't have bisexuality in it specifically in its anti-discrimination law. So I didn't feel like it was my place. Well, I thought there was an amazing opportunity with World Pride and mm. with what was happening for um, the individuals within New South Wales to highlight the fact that, in my opinion, I think New South Wales ha- is, has the worst laws for our communities yes. as a whole. Um, worst state and territory, worst laws state and, state and territory across Australia. And um, I'm not just saying that because of the Victoria versus New South Wales thing. Yeah. I'm really not. I, I do think they do and they can do better. And I think that was an amazing opportunity to highlight you know, even though that is the case, look at what we've done here with World Pride. But that kind of got swept under the rug, which I thought was disappointing because this is conversation and passion is how act- activism and advocacy grows and grows stronger. And, and the most affirming thing you can do is literally just let people talk yep. and give people space and hold that space. Here, here, and then, and then, you know, that's the first thing. And then people need to listen and understand and understand. You know, again, I'm using the buy thing as an example. It didn't affect me directly. I've never been called before a committee to explain why I won't be a traitor. Um, but it still affects my community. It yeah. made it harder, that sort of thing. And the, I feel that there's a shortage of empathy coming from, from you know, that sort of thing. And, you know, there are good people in New South Wales trying to do things. Alastair Laurie, one of, you know, the, yes. one of the, the best queer blogger in Australia. I'm so grateful. Oh, to be able to, following them, and like, it, it does the world of good for me to be able to see and read. This is one of the joys of social media because, you know, they create amazing spaces to be able to connect us to information that we need to see and hear. Absolutely so. Um, you know, so, um, yeah, look, absolutely, you know, needed the conversations we have to have and we need um, more of them. Um, that And it's good, good that they're happy. There, you know, that at least we have this space here to, yeah. to, to do it. Um, I'm going to take a, 
I think we might just have a quick break. Let's just do a quick message um, just to recollect our thoughts. And, um, well, one of the groups declaring all possible bias um, that was up here marching in the Chill Out Parade this morning, uh, my, declaring my interest as a committee member, Bisexual Alliance. Let's just hear about what they do. Bisexual Alliance Victoria is a not-for-profit organisation dedicated to equality and justice for multi-gender attracted people, including bi, pan, regardless of label or no label at all, their partners and allies. Bisexual Alliance runs discussion groups in person and online. The group offers a safe and fun space to share your experiences, ask any questions regarding your sexual identity and provide peer support. Bisexual Alliance is especially keen to hear from multi-gender attracted people in regional and rural Victoria. Donations of $2 or more to Bisexual Alliance are now tax deductible. For more information, visit our website at bi-alliance.org, email info at bi-alliance.org or find us on Facebook or Twitter. A 3CR supporter. Proudly commun- community working together, Bisexual Alliance out of the pan, 3CR 855am, 3CR digital, 3cr.org.au, 3CR on demand, out of the pan, broadcasting live from Chill Out Carnival here in Judge Lands, now known as Dalesford. Dina Curie, you're a performer of many sorts, an artistic, creative person, but um, again, if we're going to, you know, sort of hold space for all issues, the issues of um, drag performances is one that's close to your heart yeah. and your personal experience, and there's been things happening for you in that space, we'll say, um, both of various sorts. Go for it. There has. You know what? I want to touch on one of the most joyous things that happened yesterday morning. We've had a rainbow story time for many years here as a part of Chill Out at the library. And it's been absolutely joyful and special each and every year. And the team that have helped make it happen are absolutely wonderful from from the library. Big shout out to Hepburn Libraries, because libraries change lives. And uh, obviously we know the narrative that's been existing around in the, in the past six months and growing around drag queens around children. And drag queens shouldn't read to children. And it's sexualizing and all of that mm. stuff. And we're seeing it in the news. We're seeing it on social media. That's part of how this terrible law and sp- that was created in Tennessee has occurred. And it was really heartwarming because yesterday we had the biggest rainbow story time we have ever had here in Dalesford. And I'm not like saying, oh, there were four people, not three. I mean, the library, I'm pretty sure, was at capacity. There were families and kids all the way down. At the end of it, we were talking and going, you know what? I think we're going to have to do two next year in a bigger space and separate it so that we create one for infants and, say, infants of three or four-year-olds and then for children that are a little bit older so that everyone, you know, when you've got kids of so many ages, the younger kids like the noise and the older kids want the stories. So you've got songs versus stories and it's a, a, a whole lot of fun. But to actually be in that space and, and to see so many families, rainbow families, allies everything there just wanting to hear a story seeing heads shoulders knees and toes together it was so special because what i am seeing in so many spaces and places on social media is the opposite is the negativity and i'm going to be honest i i do get private messages and get messages saying you know what gives me the right to read to children and i reply back well it's my job and i'm paid to but because uh, it is but cool. it's amazing the narrative that people try to create like because i am a drag artist that i am suddenly trying to force any kind of story or situation onto anyone 
I only started doing drag seven years ago. And because I was getting fatter and my hair was going greyer, I thought, oh, you know, there's already too many fat, older, gay cabaret singers in the world. <laughs> I need to be able to do something. And the comedy's not quite taken off the way it has. So I added another feather in my cap, which was or drag. Your and Yeah, in my boa, which was drag. And the difference it makes is huge to be able to be a diverse performer in that way. But it's amazing the narrative that people and the limiting narrative people try to put this artistry in. It's, and, and I have had Lyle Shelton put me in a blog post saying no one should trust me with their children. Oh. I, I had my, my latest show at the Pride Centre, my yeah. children's show. There were people trying to disrupt that. They didn't. There was one person that tried 50 minutes into a 60-minute show and 20 seconds later she was out of the room because the parents just said, no, go away. And I kept on entertaining the kids. You know, five minutes later, we were all dancing and singing to ABBA, and it was absolutely wonderful. <laughs> and I think it's really important amidst this narrative to remember that the, these kind of laws and these kind of narratives are not about drag queens, even though they are a victim under the situation of it, but they're atta about attacking trans and gender diverse people, specifically children and queer kids and elders. And we can't let that happen, and we can't that, let that narrative walk backwards. But also... After going to an event like yesterday and actually doing my event at the Pride Centre during Midsummer and having the family say, no, we don't need to hear this, go away, so that the woman, her whole disruption was a maximum of 30 seconds, nothing, you know. Uh, it, it reminds me to remember, actually show up, actually go to things. And, you know, that narrative that people are creating online isn't the narrative that's existing in the real world. And that's where we want to live and what we want to celebrate. Yeah, look, I think you've got something there. The vast majority of people are, in very simple language, fair and reasonable, and if they don't understand something, want to learn. Uh, but it seems there is this very narrow band of loud, shrill, powerful voices, and it's, so how do we... Can, how, I suppose the question, somewhat rhetorical, or you can answer it if you want, is how do we, how do we sort of get those voices more heard? Like, I mean, what you've just done it, I suppose, by yeah. talking about the story of the Pride Centre situation and the drag show that it was one person for 10 seconds and they, geez, my, what my British born dad would say, they sodded off very oh, quickly. They did. And, and you know what? They created a very different narrative online. This is one of the reasons why I bring it up. A very different narrative online. A video with a very different narrative was what they were trying to do. There's a whole lot of smoke and muster and hot air that goes on in this stuff because I personally, disruption as activism and advocacy has a place. But you know what? It's not just any place. You know, it's got to be coordinated, it's got to be smart action, and it's got to make sure its meaning comes across in a well and powerful way. And we know that as, you know, LGBTIQA plus people, that's come from a large history of people standing up and acting up for our rights and our communities. But it doesn't mean just disrupting anything anytime. And I, I actually think I have a real problem with anyone that thinks it's okay to disrupt any children's event. These yep. are kids. As much as they, have a, they want to have a go at me creating a scenario for children, I trust the parents who trust that they're creating a safe environment for their kids to bring them along. But also... You know, the fact that th this person filmed kids at an event and then put it online, which I don't think is okay. Parents have sent me videos of the event going, you should share these too. And I'm like, I'm not going to share without permission of every single parent in that room <laughs> any video or imagery with their children because it's absolutely not all right. Even when pictures are taken at an event when I'm doing any story time from parents or even from any media, it's always from the back because it's about giving, it's not about the kids being in any scenario where unfortunately they could be targeted or harassed because of the way people choose to act on social media. Yep. We've just had some messages come in from Kayleen, um, who's um, on our SMS line, 04556 751215. 
um, or tweet, Sal Gold said so. Um, Kayleen said, chill out, sounds magnificent, and glad to hear me so enthused, which is about <laughs> right. Um, we can't choose our relatives, um, and in relation to a story I was just talking about with Dolly Parton's sister making some nasty comments, um, look at the difference between Tim and Peter Costello. Um, you know, sort of, um, you know, sort of, well, differences between state and national ALP yeah. um, siblings. Um, the TG, um, Kaylin's also said the TGD community was thrown under the bus and it still hurts. So it's wonderful to hear supportive allies. And thank you for the compliment and um, also commenting on World Pride and also supporting you on um, Alistair. So thanks for all those, Kayleen. Um Now, on the on protest, and you felt you. Um, this isn't too controversial, but I hope it's um, reasonable. We've had a comment in from John about view on Lydia Thorpe, and you know, there's there's, there's different views on Lydia Thorpe's action yeah. at Mardi Gras. Um, any thoughts for yourself? Look, I think it, Ian Thorpe can be a little bit polarising for different people in different spaces because there was a time where Ian denied his sexuality and then stepped out into it in another way. And I think, um, you know, the reality of Ian's life is that he sits... It's easy for us to judge from one tower, but he sat, always sat within another, being a sports person and what that means... No, for sorry, Lydia Thorpe. Oh, sorry. That's I'm, all it's right. Really, there's so much noise here. I it wondered is. why you were looking at me like that. Sorry. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, well, we're I just talking, read, about, talking about anything. different siblings. <laughs> I not quite. read anything recently. Can you just refresh my memory, please? So Lydia Thorpe, um, you know, who, um, well, you know... Um, We'll say cross the barrier at Mardi Gras and was oh. in front of the float. Um, that so that's the sort of issue. Look, and I'm, by the I'm, way, De- one of our listeners, Debbie, is loving your interview. Oh, thank you. Look, I'm fine with it. I understand the space and need for activism and act- advocacy, even within our own communities. Um, I think the only issue there was the way I have a problem with the way in which mainstream media tried to paint it. Yeah. Um, and and she was actually a part of another float. Um, I do want to. I would address that. Ah. So it wasn't a crossing a barrier situation. Ah. She was a part of the No Pride in Protest group. Yep. Um, and and she, you know, she was making her stance and making her statement. I've been really horrified by the way in which she's been vilified for mm-hmm. what she does and how in the media. I really, I, it's just the way in which they want to paint a, someone with a certain brush for a certain way. And and as much as I, like, I have my own personal feelings in regard to p- police in, in Pride and everyone has different relationships yep. to that. But I believe while I can't, I don't think it's right for me to deny Pride to anyone, I'm also not going to deny anyone their space to protest and yep. let their voice be heard. And I have a huge issue with the way in, in, way in which mainstream media have tried to paint her and tar and feather her with a brush that I, not for a second, believe is needed. Yep, that's a, that's a pretty fair call. The media coverage hasn't, you know, has been you know very lopsided and distortionary. And that was the thing I wanted to come back to on the drag thing is the lack of truth. There was also a story um, about how there was, um, you know, a story of, um, you know, in the Lord Seston Examiner, how someone wrote a letter in. Oh, the fake letter in Tasmania. Yeah. Oh, that, I, I was so annoyed when I saw yeah. that. And also got to give a shout out for those who subscribe to Crikey, Jackie Turner, um, Fab Trans Advocate, and I've got to get her onto this yes. show in a few weeks to talk about the Trans Justice Project. Look for that on Chuffed. Um, but she's got a great article about the whole disinformation thing. And also I was reading one on Mother Earth, which was very similar last night. So there is information out there. And I'd ask our allies to trans people to make sure 
that you do spread um, those sorts of stories which you know counter this disinformation yeah. and you know well, really it's the be fact there. that even a, a media organisation just could put out a fake story and I don't believe the last I read is have had a busy weekend with limited reception here in Dalesford. Yes, there hadn't been a retraction yet, but it's the now fact has that been. I, oh there has been now. Yeah, great. When I yeah, and it was so frustrating because I've, I'm I'm also a journalist and I have done you know and yes. you don't just write a message going we're going to print in three hours, we need a reply. And when they do that, they're specifically not wanting you to reply. They're creating the drama that they want to create. Yeah. And and I've, you know, I make sure if I'm doing a story that's going to possibly be inflammatory, they have the right. I give a 24-hour scenario, maybe sometimes more. They have the right of reply should they wish. And they are told what time the article is going to be going forward. It's not done in a rush way. But in this scenario, there wasn't even time for them to properly find out and research. Their knowledge of it was because it was happening during, um, like, when the, they were being contacted by the journalists, which is not okay. Yep. Um, Teen, you've got to head off to another thing. It's been just so wonderful that you've come impromptu over to the 3CR tent. You're just an absolute community contributor, and I can give you back a compliment. At the bi- trans and bi panels I was on down on the sound stage, um, sorry, not the sound stage, at the Savoy on Friday night, people said, you know, Dean Curry's such an Ellen's. I think someone said something like, yeah, he's just an, an, an ally to everyone. And oh, it's are. my pleasure, and thank you for being here at Chill Out and doing this live show. It's wonderful. Dean, better let you get off to the next shindig. Thank you so much on every count and um, happy performing chookers, as they say, and we'll catch you. Dean Arcuri, our guest, um, which has just about taken us out. Um, we went with the flow. Um, and um, once again, thanks to the fabulous 3CR team, Michaelian team on site here, who have just done an amazing job setting up and getting up here um, for the day. Um, it's um, just, you know, been absolutely enormous up here. This is... I get to use the obvious pun, chill out a bit now in a few minutes um, the, um, after all my relatively official duties. I want to thank the Chill Out team for the honour of being a Pan-Bastard this year. It's been absolutely wonderful um, flying, literally flying the Pan flag. It was actually um, a bit chilly when I left, chilly when I left my motel room this morning to get up to the parade and I'm sleeveless so I had the Pan flag over my shoulders and it all worked out. But thank you to Emma and Tasha and Tessa from Chill Out um, for all of their help for me. It's been just absolutely um, ginormous to be here, panormous or something. Um, So it's been absolutely wonderful. Uh, And that just about wraps it up. We'll take it out with some music and get you back to um, the 3CR studios down in Nam on Cullen Lands for Freedom of Species. Um, line up some music to take us out. Um, let me see what I um, put in for the selection. Um, we'll take it out. Well, um, never mind the gender. Well, actually, I'm going to have a bit of fun uh, because we can be whoever we want to be um, in terms of um, music. Um, here's a track from Leslie Avril, A Trashy Woman. Thanks for tuning in to Out of the Pan. I'm Sally Goldner. Catch you next week. <laughs> Showed up at the door with his 
Heart of gold, but then I like 'em tough. I like 